G'day team, hope you're bloody terrific. Welcome to another installment of life. It's uh, me, who else would it be? Hope your day is going great. Um, I want to tell you a story. Uh, so this is my first encounter or the first one of note where, um, or first moment in time where I'd done something that in a public forum was perceived as being um, offensive. Anyway, so early days in my speaking career, probably 30 years ago, I was probably um, kind of 27 or eight, something like that. I did a speaking gig. It was corporate. I can't even remember what I spoke about, but it would have been in the health, wellness, fitness, looking after your body and a little bit of mind stuff. But these those days I was pretty firmly planted in the, you know, how do we look after our body? Um, bit about food, bit about exercise, bit about sleep, a little bit about decision-making, goal-setting, nothing mind-blowing, pretty stock standard, couple of stories, bit of humour. I was probably young and a tiny bit, tiny bit charming and probably more offensive apparently. But anyway, I did this gig and it went pretty well. It went pretty well, I think. Um, I'm a harsh critic of me, so if I say it went pretty well, it probably did in general terms, go okay, because I always walk away feeling like I could have done better or, you know, it. it's, I'm never truly, probably these days, sometimes I'm truly happy, but back then hardly ever. And even these days, it's, you know, I never think I've killed it or crushed it. I always think I went somewhere between okay and pretty good, sometimes shit. Anyway, so I did this gig and there was about a hundred people, give or take, and um, I felt like, you know, there were no major problems or issues. There was good interaction. The people were attentive and responsive. There were a few laughs. Um, there's some good back and forth. I got across my key points. Um, the bloke who um, recruited me to come and speak to his group came up, shook my hand, went, was, that was great. They loved it. Um, thanks for coming. A few people lined up to... Uh, either thank me or ask me questions and all that kind of good vibey stuff. Anyway, there was one person um, who happened to be a lady, could have been a dude, happened to be a lady this time, who stuck around to make sure that she was the last person that I would talk to. And she came up and she basically told me I'm offensive, I'm insensitive, and I'm a whole bunch of things wasn't overly charming or flattering, um, but that was truly her impression of me. She truly found a particular thing that I said that I won't repeat, but, um, I, well, actually, I'll tell you what it was about. I was talking about um, I was talking about obesity, and remember this was 30 years ago, but I was still, um, you know, diplomatic and sensitive and also me being a, you know, an obese person for... Uh, half my life at that stage, um, you know, I was quite aware of the potential sensitivities around the emotional, psychological, sociological stuff. But anyway, this lady came up and just gave it to me and and I was somewhat perplexed, but there was nothing in me that wanted to tell her to fuck off or, you know, that I thought she was the problem and I was right and she was wrong. And in fact, for me, this moment in time really opened the door on um, or, or amplified or put a magnifying glass on the reality or the fact that we are not in the same reality. We're in the same room, but we're in a different reality. And 
And by different reality, I mean psychological, emotional, um, cultural, um, you know, uh, even physical, um, because there's a physiological response to external stimuli like certain words or moments in time. And But what I went home and I started to think about this and I thought it's it's interesting that um you know and maybe there was another one or two people in there who were offended or who didn't like me but didn't come up but anyway based on the evidence that I had it seemed the vast majority kind of thought the experience was somewhere between okay and really good and then I thought isn't it interesting that the same guy saying the same words to one group, albeit 99, 100 individuals, but one group of people with the same intention and the same energy and the same words on the same day at the same moment in time in the same room can have such a diverse impact ranging from you're great, I loved it, that was funny, you know, how can I hear more of you or whatever to you're a pig, you're insensitive, you're offensive. And so I wanted to talk today a little bit about the the slipperiness of offense of being offended and sometimes we we kind of think that you know i i think i think this is offensive therefore it's offensive it's offensive to me so therefore period it's offensive and i think we can especially in 2023 the landscape has shifted and we I think we broadly speaking, there are some things that we would most of us agree that is offensive. But I'm not what I'm talking about today is really the psychology of getting offended, not not what is and what isn't offended, offensive. So for example, if there's you know 20 meeting, 20 people in a meeting today at work and someone makes a comment, and of the 20 people in the meeting, one person finds that comment offensive, 19 don't find it offensive, then 95% of the group uh, amused, are laughing, uh, indifferent, uh, they're anything except offended, but one person is offended. Now, that one person truly is offended, but it's difficult to be able to anticipate the individual and personal responses psychologically, sociologically, and emotionally of every person that you will intersect with. So I don't think the challenge for us is to, I mean, the big stuff, yes. You know, the the cultural stuff, the the gender stuff, the the racism stuff, of course, of course. But the the day-to-day conversations and exchanges um that happen, I think the best mindset around that. F- for me anyway, and maybe for you, you make deci- your own decision, but is is curiosity, is interest, is um, a, a drive to understand. And so for me, I'm always aware that no matter what I say or share or how I say or share it, especially when I've got an audience bigger than me, which is every podcast, um, somebody won't like what I say. Somebody will disagree with me. Somebody will agree with me. Somebody will think I'm offensive. Somebody will think I'm enlightening and perhaps, or I'm I'm smart or I have a good way of explaining things or I'm relevant or I'm irrelevant or, and that's the, that's never going to change. So this idea that something is categorically offensive is for the most part, 
not true because there'll always be somebody who isn't offended by it. So I think the challenge, you know, like I don't want to be offensive, but at the same time, I want to say what I think and I want to be true to my values and my internal sat nav and to be authentic, to show up in the world. And, you know, it's like I've gotten in trouble before for talking about obesity and I was an obese kid and obesity is not a personal insult. Obesity is a physiological state, right? So there will be some people, the moment that I say that I was a fat kid, that bothers some people despite the fact that I'm talking about myself, but you can't use that term. Well, you can use that term, but it depends on how we use it. Like if I randomly point at someone across the street and call them fat, which obviously I would never do, well, of course, that would be offensive. That would be stupid. That would be insensitive, of course. But if I talk about myself in the context of my own journey in life and I say, well, I was a morbidly obese kid. I was a fat kid. I was the fattest kid in my school. I was 30, 35 kilos overweight. And this is the reality of my, that's not offensive. That's a fucking history lesson, right? But somebody will hear that and somebody will find a way to get offended. Now, I'm not hating on anyone here. What I'm doing is trying to open the door on this conversation around understanding the way getting offended works, the psychology, sociology, and emotion of this being offended experience. I don't think your job in life or my job in life is to tippy toe around every person that you ever meet and their issues. I think it's my responsibility and yours. This is me thinking out loud to be sensitive, to be as aware as we can. But if we end up being this version of ourselves where we are so terrified of speaking, so terrified of having an opinion, so terrified of talking, so hell-bent on fitting in and complying and conforming and keeping everyone in, in the world emotionally safe and psychologically safe, nobody's going to talk. Nobody's going to be themselves. And there's a vast chasm. There's a massive space between intentionally being offensive and saying something incidentally in a conversation that one person in 20 might be offended by. I don't really have an answer or a solution today. But I think that we need to walk this tightrope between being true, being authentic, being ourselves, and simultaneously being aware of what is or could be offensive to others and to be sensitive to the needs of others, the culture, the beliefs, the values, the sexuality, all of those things of others, and to take that into account but at the same time, not to be held to ransom by other people's expectations and rules for you. I'll see you next time.